0: You know what's true about this world? We like to celebrate flashy things, but what about courage? What about bravery? What about suffering? This is the place we give credit to what often goes unseen. This is the place we honor choosing grit. Ready? Uh, No. Hi, everyone. It has been a while since I've hopped on here. which I definitely have started many podcasts out by saying, and I think I've actually called myself out for that before as well. Um, But that seems to be, at least for me, how life goes with managing my health. And in the past few months especially, um, as I've mentioned before, I've been pretty tied up in work and specifically making some decisions about my job and where I'm headed. So to catch you up, a uh, quick overview. I, I know I mentioned before um, to hone in on like, how my health has been going um, in correlation with my life in general. Um, a lot of the past year for me has been experimenting with work. Uh, Specifically, as a middle school counselor for a local Catholic school. Um, Not long ago, about a year ago, I made, I published a podcast saying, sharing a lot of enthusiasm about this new position. Um, Definitely sharing that it was definitely a jump into the unknown. I felt like taking a risk, but also there were a lot of things in place that made me feel good about it. And, um, made me feel like it was a place of support, which it was, um, and made it seem like worth trying for sure. Um, and not, there weren't not enough, um, legitimate reasons for me to say no. So I went for it last spring. I started out as a school counselor after a long season off, um, with middle schoolers, um, and spent, I started at kind of an odd time of the year in the spring in February, finished that school year. Took all of last summer, again, working on getting stronger um, and sorting through a lot with my health and really discerning if I should go back. And ultimately, I chose to return um, in the fall after weighing the pros and cons and feeling really torn torn about it, but also feeling like I had only given it three months and there were a lot of things that, um, needed to be put in place. It was a new position. Um, and just a few things that I couldn't really uh, feel like felt like I couldn't really discern clearly without, um, giving it more time and allowing myself to adjust more and my body to adjust and the rest of the staff with this new position. So I stuck it out for a while. Um, and most of the year, actually, until, to really fast forward, a couple of weeks ago at the end of April when I decided to quit. Well, I decided to quit a bit before that, um, but my last day was April 28th, a couple of weeks ago, two weeks ago. Uh, so here I am today, now processing all of that with some time to reflect and, um, yeah, feeling... A lot of different feelings about it, but um, primarily really relieved to be done, um, while at the same time legitimately bummed that it didn't work out. Uh, In terms of what led me to make that decision, um, there were a lot of factors, but um, essentially when I started... It was a bit of the gamble. We all knew it. This the principal as well, um, because I stated my needs and I stated that I could only work part time. Um, and it was a new position, so we tried it part time. And to really simplify it, as time went on, I and the principal, the principal and I, me and the principal, however you want to say that, uh, together um, realized over time this was definitely a full time gig. Um, there were a lot of days where um, I was only going in two days a week, so there, were, there was a lot that happened Monday, Wednesday, Friday when I wasn't there that I often felt like I was playing catch-up on. Sometimes there were important meetings with parents or other, among other teachers that had to happen on Monday, Wednesday, or Friday that I wasn't able to make. And I, I could go on. But at the end of the day, it was hard to really get a system in place, including me, including the teachers, for dealing with things that come up with students related to social-emotional health when I wasn't there all the time. Um, It was also a position that it included a lot of, because of the nature of the position and the school, there were a lot of other things that fell into the role of this position that weren't specifically counseling-related in terms of um, helping out around the school in general, so where does that leave me now? Uh, I just wrote about this, so honestly, you should just go to my blog and and read that um, but it's a good question <laughs> um, I don't know much, but I do know this at this point was where I'm at. I need a break I need a break from even thinking about trying to find. An employment position that works for me. I'm not ready to completely give up. I still love my degree and strongly feel like I'll need something related to the social work world. But at this point, I have zero energy to do any networking, to even Google search possible positions that could work for me. And despite feeling super relieved, super at peace with the decision to leave, I'm also bummed, and there's also discouragement in terms of making the job thing work in general. And I, have, I do have doubts at this point of finding something that will work, to be honest. So instead, I'm spending a summer in Europe, specifically in Lourdes. If you're not familiar with Lourdes, it's in France, and um, really you should just watch the movie The Song of Bernadette. Uh, 1943 Best Picture nominee, runner-up, uh, has a lot of great actors, actresses of the time in it. Um, but it's a Marian apparition site, which is a very Catholic thing, not something that Catholics are actually required to believe in. It's not necessarily considered dogma, but it is a site that has been researched for years, has gone through a really formal, lengthy evaluation process by the church to determine its validity, to confirm whether or not these apparitions actually occurred, which is essentially Mary appearing to a young child, um, who's now St. Bernadette, in the 1800s, and Mary telling this child to, to uh, uncover this springs, the spring that nobody knew was there, um, that now has miracles attributed to it, has now become Healing Waters, for many. Uh, So there's, since this happened with St. Bernadette, there is now a massive chapel, as is documented. Part of Mary's conversations with Bernadette surrounded her asking her to build a church upon this um, spring. And so that's what happened. There are now a few beautiful cathedrals um, and chapels in this spot. And it's now... A pilgrim site for many. Uh, there have been miracles attributed to it, miracles of healing. Even apart from that component, the town of Lourdes itself has become this town centered on uh, being a refuge for the sick, Just reading about the airports, I was touched by, I've already been touched by what I've seen in making plans. Like they have volunteers at their little airport there um, that are just there to support people who have mobile issues. Every single thing in the airport is wheelchair accessible. Uh, Every Touristy spot in town is wheelchair accessible. The hotels, all the hotels in town that I looked at, the majority of them have like multiple meal options for people with food sensitivities. That really got me. Um, and and the lodging in general is cheap. So, Lourdes, fun fact, Well, it's second to Paris in France when it comes to when it comes to lodging options because there are literally millions that come there every year to be at this site. So, um, what am I doing there? <laughs> A week and a half from today a week from monday on may 23rd my plan is to first go there with a friend my friend jacinta who's my um european travel partner uh and simply take it in for a few days as a pilgrim um go to the services a big part of the experience there is also the opportunity to bathe in the waters i think I don't know if they're actually, if they've started doing that again because of COVID or if they're just doing washing hands and feet at this point. But anyways, every day they have opportunity to have these experiences with the water. You can drink it. I think actually there's access to it like all over the city. Lourdes is sometimes referred to as the Catholic Disney World because there are some areas of it I think that are pretty touristy where they sell the water bottled, etc. But yeah, plan is to go there first and just really take in the graces of the place um, and become familiar with it, where things are, how to get around and such. Uh, From there, my friend is going to go off to do some adventuring of her own and head home. I will be hopping over to a family wedding, my cousin's wedding in Milan, no big deal, Um, which is one thing that originally got my wheels turning about making this trip to lourdes this summer a lot of my family immediate family will be going there so i'll meet up with them for a week and then i will be heading back to lourdes to spend the summer as a volunteer what exactly that will look like i i don't really know at this point (laughs) um but i do know I had a conversation, a very affirming conversation with the volunteer coordinator not long ago. Um, And I asked her, I told her I have these, I have some health issues, chronic migraine. Um, I asked if it was an option to just help out a few hours a day. Uh, I said there might even be days where I'm totally wiped out and have to vow it completely. Um, And she was it was one of the most refreshing conversations I've ever had uh, because they are so accustomed to people with physical disabilities, uh, people struggling with health issues, etc. She was really super understanding, said that there's other volunteers that could always step in. They lodge you and it sounds like the lodging, as far as what I know right now, um, is pretty accommodating uh, and will work out. So, that's my plan for the rest of the summer um to stay with them and help out a few things i do know volunteers do uh, like i mentioned they can spend time they spend time at the airport helping pilgrims get around in general it sounds like all over the town um within the sanctuary they call it which is where the chapel is uh, the garado, where the apparitions actually occurred um and a, a couple other beautiful churches uh they There's a procession every single night. Uh, That was also part of the apparition, something Mary asked um, to bring our prayers, to process together, to bring our prayers to the Lord. Uh, So the job of volunteers is to help pilgrims get around, specifically also to um, help run the baths or the washing of the feet and the hands um, with the water. There's a lot of sharing, it sounds like, of pilgrim stories, facilitating that, um, and discussions, uh, spots for pilgrims to come and just talk to people. Uh, so I would love that. It's like free counseling kind of, um, that's where I would love to spend most of my time. Um, but yeah, from there, I don't know much else. I know there's a lot of programming always happening. Um, there's also a lot of different languages. I've heard that Lourdes is like one, a few places you can hear, hundreds of different languages. So that's also going to, um, affect what I'm able to do. Obviously I hear many speak English, but we'll see. That's one thing I'm a little terrified about. Another, also another big part of my plans for being there is to spend the summer really focusing on my health. As I've shared before, I've taken seasons to do this. Um, But I specifically, at this point in my life, feel like I need to be in the Lourdes environment. For a lot of my life here, intentionally, where I'm surrounded by community and young people, I am often dissociating, dissociating from my health in order to pursue relationships, to pursue doing other things I love, things that bring me joy, in order to not be defined by my health um, and to build a life I love. And I choose to do that. However, at this point in my life, my goal for this summer specifically is to not dissociate, to face the reality of my health, of it being ten years that I've had a migraine, of of the impact that it's had on my work experiences, to grieve, the impacts it's had on on finding work, but also the impacts it's it has had on the rest of my life. I'm still not able to go for a run as hard as I've tried to make that happen. Um, And to just sit in that, process it, and eventually also begin discerning and making steps towards figuring out my life in an environment where a lot of people are doing the same. And I hope an environment where I'm a little less leery of answering What do you do? I'm a little less leery of truly sharing my story because a lot of other people's stories are very similar. I know I'm going to miss my community in Milwaukee. I know I'm going to miss my family and all the people that remind me that I'm so much more than my pain. But just for this summer, this feels like what I need. I could be wrong. I could get there and after a couple days be ready to come home. And totally regret it, but we're going for it. And by the way, if you're someone who's ever considered going to Lourdes or France, you should totally come. It's really not that unaffordable once you get there, Um, and I'll be there and I'd love to see you. But regardless, I'm excited to bring you all with me. I plan to do most of my updating through my blog. I will certainly hop on here and give some mini sods, but you should definitely go right now and subscribe to my blog, iChooseGrit.com. Actually, follow it is the technical term. Um, just punch in your email, hit follow. It might make it sound like you need an account, but you don't. If you want to like manage your subscription and how often you get notified and such, you need an account. But just punch in your email and you're good to go. Um, and that's where, that's where I'll be doing most of my reflecting and processing the trip. And... Um, If you have any, if you have been to Lourdes or you have any tips for European travel in general, send them my way. Um, Please pray for me and I'll talk to you soon. God bless.